0: Season one, episode three. Uh, how are you, model? Feeling amazing, feeling it's good. Been feeling a good. Long time it's been a Jams. long time, it's been a long time. We've been long overdue, but uh, we've come with a band, and uh, today we have with us Mr. Gokul. Gokul, how are you? Great man, how, how are you? People, we're good, we're good. Um, Gokul is a fellow football enthusiast and unfortunately a Barca fan. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll okay. get to that. Wait, we, we'll we got a uh, good introduction for him. Yeah. Uh, he's also a footballer himself. Yeah. He He's also a footballer himself. Yeah. He used he plays for the uh, college team. Yeah. Bits planning. Uh, as a... Give intro about yourself.
1: Yeah. So, for my college, I play as the goalkeeper. So, I played for the first two years. I was in the team and unfortunately, when we were go, about to go to IED Bombay, it got fucked up. So, yeah. That's it for
0: Alright. So... Today we'll, as you see, we'll have a football specific episode, sort of. Uh, we'll be releasing a further episode on basketball, on the special Christmas games, but that's what the next time round. So, okay, starting on. We'll start, we'll start with the Barça thing first. Okay, yeah. So, Gokul, as you are a Barça fan, uh, how do you feel about your team, the
1: current state of the team? Uh, they are going through a rough patch now, so you can't just judge a team by a rough patch, so... I hopefully think it will be some one or two like one or two years at max. They're just rebuilding the team now since Xavi's back. So hopefully a club legend will bring it back. Okay, so we have already had lots of talks
0: about how Xavi is gonna perform, like uh how we feel Xavi is gonna perform. Uh and so far my predictions have not been very positive about Javi because you see, uh as there have been player like players that have come into the field of manager and succeeded like uh, Zinedine Zidane and Pep Guardiola for example there have Luis been Henry a lot more, Luis Enrique yeah so there have also been a lot more football players that have not been so successful as a manager like Steven Gerard, uh, let's say Andrea Pirlo he hasn't had a good start to the. you can take the previous manager as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. so him as well so yeah. that's why I, my uh, predictions about Zavi had not been very positive but as a Barsa fan, I think your uh, your take of take on this will be a lot more positive about this. So let's learn from you how
1: the Barsa team is gonna perform under him. What do you think? So uh, first of all, when Pep uh, when Pep was a, like I think when Crife was a manager, Pep used to deliver the messages on the pitch. So when Pep was a manager, Xavi used to do it for Pep. So I think I'm not comparing them with him, but uh, what I'm saying is he has good technical knowledge, so that's why he's able to come like uh tell the people on the pitch what to do and what not to do. So he he from from his playing times though he has uh, obviously showed the characteristics. So he showed the a as well. He has completely turned the over, turned over the team. Initially he had a rough season, I guess. Then afterwards it was good. So hopefully he's bringing back the mentality because that has been lacking. They have been losing Liverpool and some other teams from the Rome God as well. <laughs> so I think he'll bring the mentality back with the help of Alves and all those things. He uh, he has the he has to bring the whole back squad. Okay. Wait, wait, wait,
0: sorry. Uh, sorry to cut you off over there. Yeah. So what do you th- so you're a BASA fan as well as a Messi fan, right? You're yeah. a Messi fan and you're a Barça supporter. Yeah. So uh,
1: do you think Barca can again reach to those heights without Messi ever coming back? Uh, losing Messi is obviously a bad thing for any team. Uh, even though you have all the best players in the team, even if you lose Messi, it's still a bad thing. He's known as a goat for a reason. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, Barca can come back to the original squad. Like uh, football is a team sport, as you know. So if ten players perform well, like if ten players don't perform well, Messi can still get you out. But if all the 11 players perform well, that is a good team. That is a good team. And Barca haven't showed that characteristic for the last one year, I can say that. So, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so... Uh, like Messi and
0: Esta, these kind of players, they come once in a generation. Yeah. But if you can form a strong enough team just to like... Overshadow those singular performances... Mm-hmm. Uh, they can reach their new heights. Yeah. So as we were talking about Javi, uh, there's also a thing about Javi. He has had quite a successful managerial career so far at uh, mm-hmm. Qatar. I think Al Saad. Yeah. Um, uh, he has won lots of accolades there. Yeah. Uh, so probably he has a good chance of doing it the same at Barca. Uh. Okay. So since uh, Javi has been a new manager, let's talk about a couple of his games in charge at Barca. Uh. So the recent game uh, that's uh, happened was Barca versus Sevilla. At yeah. uh, Sadio Ramon, Sanchez One. Mm-hmm. And Basa drew 1-1, where they were lacking behind by one goal, but uh, they were actually performing well. They're, they were playing to win. But in the end, it uh,
1: came out to be a draw. How do you feel about that? Uh, so, for starting, both the goals came from set pieces, I guess. One mm-hmm. was for Papo Gomez and other was Arojo, I guess. Yeah. So, aroho both the things were set pieces, so nothing great in those things, just some classic set piece mm-hmm. things. Obviously, Sevilla... Sevilla game, they had uh, caught Barca off the track and all those things. Papo Gomez was running. Jules also man. got a
0: red card for throwing the ball. Yeah, at. yeah. Actually, okay, so that's a funny thing about that because as you guys know, I'm a Real Madrid fan. Yeah. And every time, Jordi Alba is like a sort of a rival in that regard. So when Jules Conde threw the ball at him, like, Real Madrid fans were at peace, ev- even though Jules Kone got the red card. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was sort of fun to watch. But mm-hmm. yeah, anyways, yeah. So, I think, yeah, Barca actually were playing to win that game. But unfortunately, it didn't come through. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So, I think even
1: Dembele struck the post ones and all those. Yeah, 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 yeah. So,
0: Barca were actually, they had uh, pretty good chances. Yeah. Lots of good chances. Yeah. Because Sevilla not a team who sets back. Sevilla are mm-hmm. a team who, like, plays their game. They break, take it to the opponent's yeah. side. All right. Uh, okay, so... Yeah, it was... It's a pretty good review. Alright, alright. So, okay. Since okay, I'm, I, I'm a Real Madrid fan, I'm going to pick another bad game in coach for Barca. That's okay. the one against Bayern Munich where they got knocked out of the Europa
1: League. Uh, thoughts again? Uh, nothing much. Serge was is running around. Since around... Okay, since... Uh, we got to expand
0: about this. So, since uh, Barca are now in the Europa League, how do you feel... About their chances in La Liga, Copa del Rey, and the Europa League. Hopefully, they get not
1: like they don't they don't play the Europa League, I guess.
0: Oh, so you do not want them to like go further in Europa League and like no, secure no, I don't want them to like. No, it's not okay. a
1: club. It's not where they deserve. So. All right, all right.
0: So yeah, that's pretty fair, I guess. Because lots of teams like Dortmund are also in mm. the Europa League right now. It's a yeah. pretty strong competition there, even though it's the
1: second tier league of the Europe. Uh, I think Xavi will just rotate his squad and like he's just already he's doing a lot of things so (laughs) he'll just ask some B B team players B team defenders and all those things so Mm -hmm. I think it'll be a rotation Mm -hmm. type of thing only interesting that you bring up the B team players of Mm Barca
0: so there have been there has been a lot of uh, young revolution at Barca along with some older players coming back as well Mm -hmm. Uh, okay I'm just gonna name five of the young players at Barca Pedri Mm -hmm. Ronald Mm Arahu uh Ansu Fatih, hmm. uh, Gavira, and Frankie Deon. These hmm. five players. Hmm. Just say
1: uh, one line about like each of these players. How do you feel about them? Uh, Pedri. Pedri is like he can play all the matches. He's just, a, he's just uh, what to say. He can actually run around the world in some 20 days or 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> he can actually do that. Yeah, fair enough because um, he's been playing yeah. for a long time and he's just yeah for Spain and all those, for yeah. life. And his shoulders might be aching so hard now. <laughs> From so, carrying the team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the teams he plays, yeah. yeah. He gives his heart. And two million is such a bargain. Like, yeah. I would ask barca to pay more for him again. To last Palmas. So, uh, Pedri
0: was actually... Uh, wanted to come to Real Madrid. But Real Madrid didn't give him a chance for a trial. After the first trial fell through.
1: I think he was and a Barca fan. Like, his parents were all Barca fans and they yeah, were from yeah, the Canary yeah. Islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. his brother, like, yeah, so, so that's why,
0: plant. Yeah, he also came to Barca because yeah. of that. Okay, next up, Ansu Ansufati,
1: Ansu he's having Is some Is he the next patch. big thing? Is he the next big thing? Uh, you never know with the right amount of preparation and all those things. He can be the next big thing. But uh, putting pressure on him at such an engage. Okay. Like, he's suffering from injuries as well. Yeah. So, he needs to take care of the fitness. Otherwise, he'll turn into other Dembele or... Ambulance or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, the next big thing because... Uh, and you talked about pressure. So, mm. he already has a number 10 jersey on him. Yeah. Which is a huge pressure yeah. because of the person mm. before him. He's a legend and probably one of the best players ever yeah. to play the game. Uh, yeah. So, it's fair enough. Uh, it's not to give Ansu Fati that much pressure yeah. but and let him perform because he's like 18 years old right now. Yeah. And he has a lot of time to develop. And yeah, strikers, and he has already had some two knee surgeries. Yeah, even, he, correct, he has already and, had yeah. which is actually pretty concerning because uh, young players with yeah. that many serious su- su- surgeries, they don't really turn out well. Uh, they do turn out well sometimes but mm. like it's it's a bit concerning, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah. Alright, so next up, Frankie Lyon. Uh Frankie, uh he might be a long-term successor for Busquets. That's what they bought him for. But now he's playing at a different position under Xavi. Mm-hmm. So, now he's having a tough time uh, adjusting to that position. So, so, hopefully he'll come back stronger. Uh, what
0: do you think? Do Should Xavi and the Barça as a whole uh, replace Busquets right now? Because Busquets, he's been performing, but he's not doing what he used to. So, mm-hmm. is it time to already get... Pass Busquets and start Frankie De Jong where he's supposed to or should they continue like this?
1: Uh, there are already a lot of young players in the team. So, uh, PK holds the defence back. Uh, I think Busquets also ha- has a good uh, understanding of the game. So, he'll be able to say that the young players what to do and what not to do. He has a lot of experience in the terms. So, it's better to play for play Busquets for one more season. I mean, this season fully. Yeah, they and get then the to through, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, right. uh, Next up, Pablo Gavira. Okay, so uh, just in advance, I don't really have a good opinion of Pablo Gavira, even though he has had decent performances. Uh, my point is like he has just had decent performances, nothing of that much hype. But he's getting hype because he's a La Masia product. So what do you think of about? Think about.
1: Uh, whenever you make something of your own, you always feel proud of it. Mm-hmm. So and when it's performing at the highest level, you will obviously feel proud of it. Mm-hmm. So for. Uh, for him, the thing is, he has the right mentality, I would say. Uh, had watched the matches and he's getting back to the players. Like, he's getting back to the ball. If he loses the ball, he gets the ball back at whatever it, cost it is. So, that's what, like, uh, I like it about him. So, even for Mason Mount, who started as a young, young player, he yeah. went to Derby County. He's, he didn't yeah. have any uh, extraordinary goals or anything. Mm-hmm. He just had the mentality and, and the, he was just an And the drive to play. Yeah. That. So, I think uh, he has the same thing. Alright.
0: That's fair enough because
1: mm. he's actually a
0: decent player. I'm not yeah. saying he's a bad player. Mm-hmm. Just uh, I haven't seen like that much from him. Like, let's say, uh, I'm just going to be biased and name okay. Eduardo Kamavinga now because mm. he has had those like amazing mm. performances once in a while. Yeah. So, that's why I was comparing him to Gavi, actually, which might be mm. uh, unfair. I don't
1: know. I'm sure Gavi will show you in the next 20 years or yeah, so. I'm, I'm yeah.
0: hoping to see yeah. that because uh, good rivalry leads yeah. to good mm. competition mm. and good football. Uh, Alright, so the final player, Ronald Araujo. Uh, mm-hmm. He's known for like the young generation of Barca defenders and yeah. he's playing playing really well mm-hmm. so far. But he's also injury-prone, right? Yeah. So, what do you think about him? How so, How do you see his development in the past,
1: next 5-6 uh, years? I see him as a centre-back, but uh, Xavi also sees him as a right-back at some times. Uh, so, the changing of positions is not good for him, but still he's performing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's good like He's good in adapting on all those things. Mm-hmm. So, he's the next big thing. So, Again, the fitness coaches and all those things. So yeah. Ronald Koeman, the staff have been removed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now Xavi has bought his bought his own coaches and uh, own coaches and fitness coaches as well. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we won't be able to see we'll be able to see Dembele <laughs> and <Renato> Ronaldo <laughs> if if he signs a contract. I,
0: I think I think it's time to actually get rid of Dembele because it's been quite a while. It's and he was bought in for one twenty million something. Yeah, one twenty one uh, mm-hmm. thirty million. And he hasn't panned out well. Even when he wasn't injured, he's played well. He hasn't played the amazing 120 million hmm. he's supposed to be playing. So, yeah, I think it's actually time to get rid of Dembele. Cause, and there are suitors as well. There are Manchester United was, I think, interested in Dembele for a bit. Uh, uh, Manchester United are interested in
1: everything. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah that's
0: a bit. <laughs> actually, that's true, actually. Yeah. Uh, besides, PSG was also interested in uh, mm-hmm. Dembele for a while. I think
1: it's time to get rid of Dembele, but who knows? Who but, knows? Uh, yeah. We bought him for $130 million, so we need to sell for yeah, something. So we need so to sell for a bit of profit at least. Yeah, so pro- offer him some new two-year or three-year contract yeah. and sell him. Alright, so... Yeah, okay, so you uh,
0: talked about the Vasa right-back position, which is uh, quite an interesting position for Vasa right now, because, uh, first of all, you are a right-back mm-hmm. originally. You are a right-back, yeah. And besides... Vasa have sort of a dilemma in the sense that they got Sergio on desk, who's actually a very good right back but mm-hmm. playing at right wing at the moment and he, they've got Oscar Mingueza, who yeah. I don't think has been that mm-hmm. impressive at right back. He's yeah. been sort of dominated by any good left winger that's mm-hmm. been there. And there's the legend Dani Alves who's come back. So talking about Dani Alves
1: how do you feel about him coming back? Is it good or bad for the team? Uh, it is good for the team. He sends the messages to the teams when Busquets... I told you as Busquets sends yeah, yeah. the team. So, uh, this guy has has the be- has the best knowledge of playing at the right back at the moment. Like uh, He has the most experience, I guess, in the whole mm-hmm. whole football world. Like, current playing team. Yeah. So, it's always a good addition to the team. So, yeah. But do you think it's a bit
0: too much of older players and... Like, they are focusing on... Like, they have already had... PK, they already had uh, Bushcats, they mm. already had, uh, yeah, the PK and Bushcats, I guess, <laughs> the only ones there. So, yeah, still, like, so you I need think two just two having... three locker room guys. Mm. Uh, they had Jordi Alba, of course. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. forgot Jordi yeah. Alba, man. Yeah, so, yeah, Jordi Alba deserves it. He can for, go for <laughs> off, But still, <laughs> so they had PK, Bushcats, and Jordi Alba, who, and I think two or three locker room guys are like enough because neither Bushcats. P.K. Or and P.K. are playing that well mm-hmm. and they are being overshadowed in their positions by the youngsters. So they are at best a locker room player right mm-hmm. now. So that's why I feel like that bringing on Danny Alves was a bit too much of overload of like older veteran players. But yeah anyway he's a, he does mm-hmm. have one of the best knowledges as yeah. a, playing as a right back. So he is probably one of the best right backs in the like ever of this mm-hmm. generation.
1: Philip Lam and Danny Alves yeah. were ba- basically the two players and Daniel is the only mm-hmm. one active right now. Uh, adding to your right-back list, there's a, one more player you might not remember. His name is Sergi Roberto. <laughs> the one who waters... Uh, I actually uh, can't... Yeah, name yeah. Him <laughs> you know. He assisted the Messi goal at Santiago. Uh-huh. Goal. Uh-huh. Hmm. So,
0: yeah. So, okay, you, since you brought up Sergi Roberto, mm-hmm. what do you feel about him? Does Should he continue at Barca or is it time to move on from Roberto? Hopefully sell him for some profit
1: and uh, get someone else. Fair enough.
0: Mm-hmm. But, okay, so... Talking about someone else, you said someone else. Who do you think should be a perfect fit at Barca, considering Basa's
1: economic situation and Mm -hmm. their team fit? Uh, Right backs at the moment, uh, who are available in the market now? Right backs. It's a pretty
0: skim market at right Mm -hmm. back, actually. Because, see, uh, there's a guy at Ajax.
1: I'm not sure of his name.
0: I forgot his name, actually. Uh, What's up, uh, Can
1: you check? the uh, right back at ajax he was a prospect he was a prospective talent i think i heard that like Pelican. this yeah, was yeah, the yeah. last
0: right back they mm. brought from brought in from uh, ajax yeah so yeah so do you think they really need a right yeah. so, back mazrui yeah. So, really right yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay okay yeah he has a good pace as well so he can so, just run up like, and down. do you think uh, they should ga- get another younger guy or should they get like a decent middle aged veteran to um, to support Sergino Dest, who I feel is gonna be the next right back prospect for Barca. Uh,
1: there have been talks about Sergino Dest interested in a Bavarian contract or something. So.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, because okay, this is interesting because Sergino Dest, uh, the the signing of Sergino Dest, it was initially a competition between Bayern and Barca, yeah, and yeah.
1: Dest chose Barca at that moment. Yeah. So. This is... With, with Kimmich at his prime, uh, why would, like, Serena just go there? Like, he won't get the minutes, obviously. Yeah, but
0: Kimmich is also a sentiment right now. Yeah, so, he can play that, yeah. So, it's happening right now, like, Pavard is playing at yeah. right-back. Yeah, so, yeah. Basar, Bayern actually need a right-back. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because Pavard is not that good mm-hmm. at right-back. Alright, so, talked about Basa for a bit. Let's uh, go to their uh, Madrid rivals. Okay. Real Madrid. So how do you feel about their position in the league right now? Top of the league. Mm. Uh, i'm just praising the t- team that i love guys okay <laughs> uh, don't mind me uh and the performances of karim benzema and vinicius
1: junior yeah uh, uh vinicius has been a i should accept he's he has become a beast at ancelotti mm-hmm. so even benzema is doing his part like uh, in guiding him uh, in vinicius yeah. and he's also doing a good
0: yeah. job benzema in was course. a the voting like he was like top 5 in the valentio voting this, this season this year so uh, that's also yeah. something to say about him. Do you feel the position was deserved, or should he have gotten higher or lower in the Ballon d'Or rankings? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I
1: don't know the list of the list. So he was fourth in the Ballon d'Or. And and uh, Messi, who are, who are Ronaldo. Yeah, who are Messi five and,
0: and uh, oh, five and six? Uh, seventh was I think Thibaut Courtois. Huh? Yeah. Also, please pull up the list on the Ballon d'Or rankings. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Benzema. Like since we are talking about Benzema already. How do you feel about the last game that went through uh, Athletic Bilbao versus Real Madrid at the Santiago Bernabeu? No, it was at San Mamés. Mm. So that goal, that amazing goal. Yeah, he just curled it inside. It was a one shot, one shot mm. taken yeah. from Toni Kroos and mm. he just curled it into the top corner. Mm-hmm. Okay, since we have pulled it up, uh, Lionel Messi was the f- winner of d'Or, obviously, mm. followed by Robert Lewandowski, Jorginho and Karim Benzema at fourth. Followed by Kante at fifth and Cristiano Ronaldo uh, at sixth. So, yeah. so, how do you feel about Benzema's position in this ranking? Should he have been higher or lower? Uh, it's fine. Uh, it should be a little higher, like, little higher. but uh, because I don't agree with the third position,
1: that's the thing. Yeah, Jogin, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's a shame for me. I think Benzema should have been in the top three, the podium yeah. position at least. But talking about the list, even Mohamed Salah should be up the list. So yeah, yeah, it yeah, will yeah. be a good contest between Benzema
0: and Salah. Yes, I also feel Jorginho did not deserve uh, the top three position. He has been a, he has had a great season, obviously. Yeah, but he committed a lot of mistakes as well. He committed West a lot Bahamas. of mistakes. Yeah. He wasn't. He won everything. Yeah. He won the Champions League. He won the mm. Euro. But he wasn't the top player in any of those teams. Yeah, in Chelsea it mm. was. Who was it, Kante? It was uh, Mason Mount. Yeah. The forwards uh, are firing at all points. Yeah. Like. Kai Havertz yeah. had a very, great second half yeah. of the season.
1: Mason Mount was Mason brilliant. Mount yeah. was brilliant,
0: yeah. And at Italy, it was Federico Chiesa and Ciro Immobile, right? Yeah. Who were the actual, who yeah. actually the people that
1: were playing. Even game. in the defense, uh, Chilini and Bonucci were rock solid. Yeah, even Chilini and Bonucci yeah. were really and good the, and they even scored goals. Yeah. So. And at the decisive points, Donnarumma came inside. Yeah.
0: So he ha- he wasn't really the key player at yeah. any of those teams, and yet he somehow got nominated. Mm-hmm. Not somehow, I think he had a great good season, just but not that great. Yeah, when compared to other players, yeah. on the list, you're supposed to be right yeah, there. Like Rob, okay. Uh, since we have already we are already talking about the Ballon d'Or rankings, uh mm-hmm. since and you are a Messi fan, you are a Messi fan. Yeah. So how do you feel about Messi winning the Ballon d'Or over the more favorite Robert Lewandowski? Uh, Does he first- did he deserve the Seventh Ballon
1: d'Or, or was it... Should, have, should it have gone to Lewandowski? So, Ballon d'Or, based on the given season... Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, in the previous season, Robert Lewandowski should have won it, but... It the was France, cancelled Yeah, France of football cool scraped yeah. that uh, thing. Mm-hmm. So, due to the fact, uh, fans started loving... Uh, start, fans started wanting uh, Lewandowski to get a Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. So, he became the fan favourite. It's not like... I'm not saying he didn't perform well. He did perform well, but not as... Uh, he was in his uh, he he was at the peak of his prime, would say, all last right. year. He might prove me wrong next year. That is also there. <laughs> so, so yeah,
0: so compare comparing Robert Lewandowski's season to Messi's season, hmm. do you feel that the positions were alright or should they have
1: swapped the positions?
0: Hmm.
1: I think it's a tough call. Uh, Messi was carrying his team alone, while Robert Lewandowski has the support of all his players. Yeah. So it wouldn't be fair to compare, both, compare them both. But given it's balanced year, I would still root for Messi.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, also, I would also like love your technique on this since you're a Bayern fan. See, yeah, I've already uh, shared my controversial opinion of not liking Lewandowski that much. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as he's considered as an integral part of Bayern, I'm very content on how he's performing. Uh, and yeah, I would love to get a... Have a, ball a ball yeah, in obviously. the squad. Yeah, fair enough. So, I was also rooting for Benzema to win the Valendo, even though I think the favourite was Lewandowski yeah. or Messi. I'm so sorry to bring this up, but do you know Benzema dated Rihanna for a while? He did not know this. Whoa! Yes. Shocking, is it? Okay. The more fa- shocking fact is, I don't get how Europe players are dating uh, American pop stars. Especially when there's... There would be some gaps, right? Would he be so acquainted with pop culture of US that... I mean does he even speak the does, common language? I mean Benzema does have a lot of rap videos and shit. Hmm. So Whoa. maybe they connected from there. I don't. This is the first time I'm hearing of this yeah, actually. Yeah. He does have a lot of videos. Wait, is this the first time you are hearing, hearing of this? Yeah. yeah he does have Let a lot of rap videos, so that's hmm. probably how they got in touch. And how long were they dating anyway? Like, yeah, like two, three yeah, yeah, months, yeah, yeah. maybe like during the vacations at most. I don't uh, see Rihanna staying and This staying was in 2017. 2017? That's where a long they time They never made it official, mm-hmm.
1: but uh, as Rihanna eventually broke up with Benzema in
0: 2017. Ah. That was like less than a year. It was like a sort of yeah. fling maybe, relationship. Maybe
1: he's nice trying to uh, copy a Barcelona counterpart. This <laughs> <laughs> didn't end up well. <laughs> yeah. We had a about PK. Yeah, PK. <laughs> No, but I think PK has a successful marriage with Shakira. He's been no, he doesn't have a marriage. He, they're still in a relationship. Yeah, like, a yeah. like an engagement, I think. What right? yeah. right. they, They're. I think either they don't want to move forward or they're happy with what they have. Because yeah, it's probably... Uh, yeah, that. Shakira had told in an interview she wanted PK to, PK to be on his stores or what. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? On his stores for everything, so that... To be ready for everything. Fuck life him. is edgy, We yeah. be excited and, and get the best out of him. I think live hard. high,
0: live life one height to another, yeah. probably something like Ida. PK would be ranting to his. <laughs> so batch like. of- <laughs> it's been 10 years! Would <laughs> they started dating in 2011, man. It's been Just 10 after, years. The Cup, yeah. <laughs> after the World Cup actually. After World Cup,
1: he had sent a message to Shaqeer, how the weather over there? Nice all started. we should yeah. all learn from PK. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Abhay, they have
0: kids together. Yeah, yeah they do have kids yeah. together, yeah. <laughs> how, how will be... Come on, a, this is not an Indian household where you <laughs> <just> <laughs> I don't have kids. I, I, no, no, personally. I'm not
1: expecting...
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit shocking, yeah, but yeah, yeah. PK... Sure, I think man. they're happy with the love at the moment I mean, and that's how they are content yeah, about it. Hey, sorry, I want to get uh, your opinion on one more player. Oh. I don't think we've we'll discussed this on the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. Paul Poppa. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, Paul Pogba has actually been linked with Real Madrid for quite a while now. Zidane wanted him mm-hmm. on his squad, even though that didn't pan out. And now Paul Pogba wants out of Man United, uh, which might happen next summer on mm. a free agency sign. know, now. when he when he actually got in by got into Manu, he was yeah. I think the highest. Yeah, he was the highest high-speed midfielder. At yeah, that point. till yeah. Neymar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neymar. No, he was a high-speed midfielder at that oh, point. So yeah, crazy, Paul Pogba. Crazy money. I think he was overrated nice. back then? I thought he was overrated back then. But no, like Paul Pogba, yeah. he had a good Juventus. season with Juventus. But I still think he was overrated. I wouldn't pay that much for him. You see, uh, eighty million was it? Yeah, yeah. something um, around eighty million. million. So you see, uh, Paul Pogba at that time was a very young player, yeah. and he was he had an amazing season with mm-hmm. Juventus. Juventus. So I think the money was probably fair enough for him because he was playing at his peak. Yeah, he was playing at his best. Uh, uh, and plus, you never you should never forget that Paul Pogba's agent is Minor Ayalao. He yeah, was yeah, one of yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. most hated agents yeah. by every club and asked for lots of money. Mm. So, he basically got the vessels client. Yeah. So, yeah, fair enough. So, coming back, uh, Paul Pogba has been linked with Real Madrid for quite a while and which might actually materialize next summer with a free agency signing. Uh, I don't actually feel very good about that. I mm. see Paul Pogba as a very good player on his best day, but a very bad player on his <laughs> worst day. Cause, mm. And he lacks consistency quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, and the Real Madrid, the current midfield at the Real Madrid, I think we are pretty set. Luka Modric is 36, but mm. he is still playing like one of the best midfielders yeah. at, like, at the current moment. Mm. Tony Kroos is still at his peak. Mm. Casemiro is still at his peak. Right. we got some young gems like fede Valverde and eduardo camavinga i'd also like to bring up antonio blanco even though he hasn't had any chance to play against uh, under ancelotti he has had really great performances with the castilla team and under zidane last season hmm. so i don't and i don't think we need a midfielder like with the mentality of paul pogba in the locker room right now cuz it would probably be counterproductive even though he's yeah. a good player because due to his lack of uh, like consistency it would it might turn out to be a bad signing in the end. Uh, By the way, also, I was kind of sceptical about us signing David Alaba on a free agency because of him not performing that well as a centre-back at his last season at Bayern. And he proved me wrong. Mm -hmm. And I am glad he proved me wrong. And I would be glad if Paul Pogba proves me wrong next season if we sign him. But I don't actually see it happening.
1: Oh, but not to forget even eder militao is having a wonderful season yeah
0: militao yeah. and alaba have actually like made them center back yeah. positions as of their own which is like good for us cuz our uh defense is i think still a bit lacking It's still not at its best currently which is a given cuz we are the probably the two one of the two of the best center backs of hmm. real madrid ever have gone away yeah Rafael Varane Sergio Ramos is probably the one of the best center backs yeah, ever yeah. to play the game and they left so hmm. i think it's fair enough that the center back the position is a bit lacking right now but yeah i would like, like for us to sign a backup center back because of the covid and injuries hmm. yeah uh, given the squad is also yeah. suffering from covid yeah, outbreaks yeah, yeah. so there's the co- so the center back position i think the thinnest uh, the center back and right back position are the thinnest yeah. In our squad right now. So, I would l- love if we sign a centre-back rather than Paul mm-hmm. Pogba. Yes. Alright. So, let's talk about a couple more games. Uh in-depth analysis of a couple more games. Let just pick up a game. Oh, yeah. So, we have an El Clasico coming up. Yeah. Haven't we? On 12th Jan, I think. Yeah, in the January. Yeah, yes. in January. 12th Jan. It's the Spanish Super Cup semi-finals. Yes. Uh what do you think of your chances as a Barça fan? Well not not good.
1: It's a tough <laughs> game. Yes, for sure it's a tough game. Uh, but you never know when, when the stakes are high, there are many mistakes will come into picture. Mm-hmm. And something might How happen. How do you feel about coming on against Vinicius and Benzema in this sort of form? Uh, it is tough for the Vinicius because Barca have a shaky right-back as well. So, yeah. Vinicius coming off a shaky right-back is slightly dangerous.
0: Because every time he has faced a shaky right-back, for yeah. example, Granada, hmm. Granada and among other teams, yeah. he's like exploited them. He yeah. basically dominated Mengeza that mm-hmm. game. So, I don't think you should be feeling good yeah. about your chances right now. But yeah, anyway. Just we should, uh, as a Real Madrid fan... I think we should just rest our starting players and play our Castilla for the uh, Classic. Just kidding, guys. We should... No, we shouldn't be taking Basa that lightly. Even though they are at a rough patch right now, I think we should more, be... Oh, trying to retain the Basa audience. <laughs> 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 yeah, we should be trying... We should be on our toes because Basa, even though they are at a rough patch, they can spring some pretty nasty su- surprises. Uh, it's Javi, man. I think he still has a couple of tricks up his team. Yeah, so, and Javi is a very new manager and sort yeah. of unpredictable in the European scenario. So, yeah, I think we should be feeling strong about our chances, but not overconfident. Uh, because, uh, partly again, because our centre-back duo is strong, but they are not at their best right now. They have mm-hmm. just been playing for four or five months together. And a centre-back partnership needs to play for a longer time to be uh, well set together. Yeah. And we have seen that uh, our chance, like we have we have given away some pretty easy chances to some teams that we shouldn't have given away. Plus, Sergio Aguero scored against us in the last Clásico. Alright, since we are talking about Sergio Aguero, the man retired, the man, the myth, the legend.
1: How do you feel about Aguero's retirement? Uh, it's a sad moment because he signed him on a free so that he could play for two or three years. Mm-hmm uh but it was a heartbreak for him as well uh, he couldn't literally, play with his best friend literally yeah. heartbreak <laughs> oh that's sad yeah yeah and, sorry for the dark yeah. tone words yeah uh he couldn't play with his best buddy messi he left the mm-hmm. same year and after that he had uh, some heart issues so due to which he had to retire uh it's it's a shame that he had to retire at 34 we couldn't see more of him 32 or 34 i'm not sure uh, would you so, say sergio aguero was past his prime at
0: Basa? Or did he still have something in him? Uh, exactly. We didn't
1: get to see the whole of him. So, we couldn't... We can't uh, pass a judgment now. Uh, uh-huh. We had seen only one or two matches. So, we can't put a judgment on that. Alright.
0: So, where is were in Man City, right? Before. Yeah, yeah he was, was Man He was a Man City legend. He was a Premier League legend. Yeah. yeah. And he retired. Which is sad enough. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, he has a good life. Good retired life. Yeah. Where yeah. is Di Maria? Angel Di Maria. He is a PSG, right? Yeah. Which really? is yeah, he's still Which is months.
1: a pretty big mess, I would say. Uh, it's a team full of superstars, so you never know when there's a spark coming up.
0: Uh, it's a team full of superstars. Yeah. That's why I think they'll fail. Because there has been a, an example so of just Because there's before. no I in no, 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 Okay, it didn't work, yeah, man. Didn't <laughs> man. It didn't work. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, I was talking about, there has been an example of a team full of superstars not working out earlier. At Real Madrid, yeah. I'm sorry to say, because the Galacticos, they had superstars, but they did not have a balanced team. Mm-hmm. They Wait, sold... do you think that was because of lack of time? With Not really. really enough Chile. seasons. Not really. I think their team lacked... They had enough seasons, actually. They had like five, six seasons that they played together. And I think what uh, Florentino Perez did wrong at that time was sell Claude Macchellale, who was... Probably the only defensive-minded player yeah. in that team at that point. Uh, um, even Zidane quoted him like saying, yeah, uh, very, "What is the point of having a Bentley when you have when you have sold the engine yeah, to yeah, someone?" Yeah, 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 Exactly. So I think that's what Fiorentino Perez got wrong at that point, and I think he has learned from it, right? Yeah. Because Casemiro, like players like Casemiro and Kamavinga, are coming up from that, and they are they have been solid stars for the team so far. Yeah. That's a good thing that they
1: have learned, and I hope PSG learn it at some point as well. Uh, even for PSG, if you see, uh, their uh, midfield is full of like home, gro- not homegrown talents, but it's of less uh, high ego players. I would say a
0: less. Uh, it's a less high ego players, but uh,
1: would you say they have quality players? Enough quality players in the midfield? Yeah, right? Idris guy is good at holding balls. Idris Ghana yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and who else? Pa- There's Ander Herrera. Too. There's uh, Parides, I think. Yeah, uh, Andro Someone moved to Atletico Madrid, right? I think it's Paredes, uh, right? Atletico Madrid, I think.
0: Atletico Madrid's two signings were Geoffrey Condogbia from Valencia and yeah.
1: uh, uh, Rodrigo De Paul. He came from the Italian Serie A. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I would be wrong, yeah. Uh, so, So Paredes is still there, yes. Uh, Paredes is not a superstar, so... And none of the... Uh, except for Marco Verratti, none of the uh, players in the
0: PSG midfield are like good players, like decent Above average players. Oh, you're missing Wijnaldum, I guess. Wijnaldum, yeah. He's not past his prime, for sure. He's not past his prime, but he's not playing at the level he used to play at Liverpool. Mm. He's playing, like, it's, I sort of feel, okay, this is, like, just my opinion. Mm. I feel like he is, just got his paycheck at Liverpool. He won everything at Liverpool. He got his paycheck at PSG and he's now just enjoying the Parisian life. Yeah, that might be tough. And That might be the case for Sergio Ramos as well because uh-huh. he has had some pretty bad games at PSG. But he's back with his ba- red cards and all those things. Yeah. He's, he's back in the groove. That's so, all I can say. That's what I feel like because that because of that I quite feel that he hasn't been playing up to his mark and yeah, basically that's it. Cause. Yeah. So, what else are you going to talk about? I,
1: Just, yeah, If sure? I can suggest
0: a topic so, we have Gokul with us, right? They mm-hmm. okay, I need to know uh, Gokul's take on BASA. So should we dig deep into the history of BASA? Because I think Gokul would be well-versed with that. Yeah. And uh, or I think, okay, uh, what is, so PSG, we ruled out PSG by saying that uh, it's a team full of superstars. That does not have any substance. It's that all style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so talking about okay since you are talking about barça's legacy and barça's yeah. history it's not very old right the barça being one of the best teams ever like one of the best teams in football history started off during the cruyff era yeah
1: after the cruyff era yes. after
0: the cruyff era yeah. like when he brought in the total football philosophy yeah. and all so how do you uh, how do you see barça's teams like from generation to generation have they how they have adapted to the changes in the personnel over the years.
1: Like 20-30 mm. years, let's pick. Let's give it 20-30 years. So, starting from the cryf era, I think uh, the preferred formation is a four three three. But 3 mm. so was famous for his yeah. three four three. Yeah, three four three 4, four no three, Diamond was Diamond yeah, is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. famous for cryf. So, the thing is, like, Xavi is trying to bring it back, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. In the game against Elche, if I remember correctly, uh, Jordi Alvarez was playing like a centre-attacking midfielder. ha. Huh, huh, huh. But that led to two counter-attacking goals. Yeah. But that guy was playing like a centre-attacking midfielder, which was amazing. Uh, he was playing good, but the two counter-attacks caught, caught his off-guard. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's trying to bring, a, bring back the 3-4-3. Three, three. Uh, might be true. Uh, so, uh, what Xavi and Pep did was basically,
0: they introduced 4-3-3, but the, during the game, they shifted to sort of a 3 at the back line mm. and the wing-backs pushing up. To the sort of the winger yeah. position, the wingers playing a more narrower role uh, in the half spaces. So that's possibly how they have sort of adapted throughout the years from the the old school 3-4-3 to a more uh, flexible four three three system. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you talked about the Elche game, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna uh, give an interesting take on it. Uh, I think I've already given it, given this before, but. Uh do you feel the Krois total total philosophy football and Pep's tiki taka does it work in the current does it work as effectively as it used to in the current footballing world?
1: Uh the style of football definitely works because Pep is doing wonders with that.
0: But Pep has also adapted, hasn't he? He yeah. has brought in a lot of more physically adept players like yeah. Rubendias and Laporte, basically. So he needs uh, to,
1: we need to adapt to it. Yeah, I think the Masia produces a... Physically, I wouldn't say physically weak pe- weak uh, products, but I would say they don't put out physical specimens. Yeah, they are the not thing, physically yeah. matured as yeah. of now. So I think they could in- include something, but I'm not the director of La Mesia, so <laughs> I don't want to say. Okay, talking about
0: physical specimens, hmm. uh, I just watched this a few days ago. Uh, I used to watch Mark Roca at Espanol, mm-hmm. and he was like a he was like not as a, like a total stick figure, but he was like. A normal football yeah. player. And now at Bayern, he's like a bodybuilder or yeah. some jacked up guy. And mm. so yeah. maybe, I think Bayern players should be drug tested. Wouldn't you say
1: Utsav? Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like a team. <laughs> okay, so Bayern, <laughs> Utsav
0: as a Bayern fan says that the Bayern play players should be drug tested and Bayern should be disqualified no, no, no. No. from UCL. I, I, I never said that. <laughs> I'm saying that the truth should be out there in the spirit of the game. But <laughs> shouldn't sure. be just bias for Bayern. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the Bayern players are not taking any like performance enhancing drugs. It's That's just, just, it's
1: just yeah. seeing their press and pressing and all those things, it feels like yeah. the team is on drugs. <laughs>
0: they're actually they're playing at yeah, the top level right yeah. now. I think thank, you. thank you guys. Dude, you, you can't I even know. name five Bayern players, just shut up. Sorry, Utsum. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. was just <laughs> This was, uh, exaggeration. But yeah. Yeah. He can name three band plays. <laughs> 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 it was an exaggeration. I can't even name three. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, wait, sorry. I gotta ask this. Uh,
1: okay. good yes. your all-time Barça squad. Yeah. Starting with the keeper, I'll go with Victor Valdez. Really? Not tosh No, not the second for sure. Okay. Uh, because I have a edge towards homegrown talents. Uh, okay, okay, alright, uh, right. fair enough. So, for left back uh Jordi Alba in his prime would be great near
0: everyone you are talking about is yes, in their prime, prime It's yeah. all yeah. time
1: yeah. elia uh Jordi Alba in his prime and uh, for center backs my pairing would be uh, Puyol uh, yes that's the spirit boys because puyol wala sa ye episode puyol and Mascherano uh yeah good mascherano puyol and mascherano uh, because PK is playing till uh, even Jardel so, was playing. Yeah. I think but,
0: yeah, Marshallano had a better career than PK. Yeah. yeah he's a, he was a more better defender than PK. Yeah. What about uh, right back? There's only one. Yeah. There's only one Pique. option, I guess. <laughs> Daniels. Daniel. Daniel Yeah. So the midfield three is also I, I guess a bit obvious, but I'll keep it to you.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Busquets, Xavi, and uh, Iniesta. Okay.
0: An interesting question in the midfield. Would you consider picking? Uh Pep Guardiola
1: over Sergio Busquets. Hmm, that's a tough question, but uh I have seen uh Busquets play in his prime. I haven't seen Pep play as his prime. Fair enough. So I'll Fair pick enough. Busquets. And uh, what about the forward line? Uh Vaas has had a pretty yeah, coming to the top three,
0: um, deadly, Messi would obviously Yeah, pretty deadly forward line over yeah. the Luis Enrique mm-hmm. era. So, so
1: Messi is still there. Uh, Messi will be, there obviously. Messi Messi is there, be but there, obviously. Uh I don't know whether I'll play him as a right winger or a false nine. Okay. Interesting. So Okay, Messi and what about the other two? Uh if he's plays a, if he's playing as a right winger, uh my center forward would be Luis Suarez. Yeah. And then with he- Neymar on my left wing. Uh Neymar? Yeah. I mean, Neymar was probably... Given the, the MSN trios. Like, yeah, yeah given the MSN trio yeah.
0: and given Neymar's form at that time, I would probably <laughs> pick Neymar as well. Hmm. But I think Pedro and Alexis Sanchez and David Villa
1: yeah, also uh, had some good contentions at that position. Yeah, coming to the uh, thing where uh, Messi is playing as the center, uh, what is the it? False the false nine. I took my left wing as Thierry Henry. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very Interesting. Uh, or Ronaldinho as well. Yes! Uh, him as, Thank yeah. you. I was waiting if we had finished without
0: Ronaldinho. you would be, a crime, a, a, to finish to finish be a
1: crime to finish it'll without Ronaldinho. To, Ronald to, yeah. yeah. Ronald um, to my right, I will have David Ria or Alexis Sanchez. Uh,
0: yeah. So, you picked Thierry Henry <laughs> as so You picked Andre. Henry. Uh, do you feel Henry's career justifies that? For the, like being him being in an all time Barca eleven compared to how he played at Arsenal. He was a superstar at yes, Arsenal. He was a superstar at Arsenal. And he yeah. was sort of okay at Barca. He wasn't like really that get, great. So we're really. talking about all time nah. So his performance at yeah, Arsenal. At prime. Yeah, yeah. Would you pick his yeah so you were... you mean to say Theory and his uh prime yeah, and his prime. Yes. prime as a Okay, okay. Okay. Alright. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's a pretty pretty good Selection of players. Wait, what changes you would have made? Had you, had you to make, Okay, uh, so Basa? Victor. I instead of Victor Valdez, I would have picked uh Ter Stegen, Uh, if we ignore the past couple seasons, Ter, Ter, Ter has been mm-hmm. really well. Either Ter Stegen or Claudio Bravo. Although I feel Bravo's tenure at Barca has been um, a lot shorter than yeah. it was supposed to. Uh, center back duo Marshall Puyol. Yeah, this would have been the same for me. Right back, there's only one and only choice, Daniel Alves. Mm-hmm. Left back the same two with uh, Jordi Alba. Uh I would maybe consider uh Pep Guardiola over Busquets. although like it's a pretty tough question to do. Tough yeah. tough pick. Okay. Javi and Iniesta obviously get uh automatic selections. Yeah. And Messi at right wing, Ronaldinho at left, and uh, Luis Suarez at top. Neymar is on the bench oh, behind Ronaldinho, I'd say. Yeah. Because Ronaldinho has had a longer tenure and had has a game. A, a, and at yeah. least feel of the game. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Ronaldinho
1: will like inspire him for the first seventy minutes and the last twenty minutes he just comes
0: out uh-huh. So yeah, I'd pick yeah, Ronaldinho over Neymar. Even though I feel the team's probably a bit less balanced, but none of the all time elevens mm-hmm. are ever balanced yeah. mm-hmm. Since we are talking about all time elevens, I shouldn't do this so itself, but <laughs> let's uh, discuss the three. Let the three of us discuss an all-time buy and eleven. Shall we? Only one condition that we also discuss midred all time. Yeah, now. yeah, sure, sure, sure. Cool. Oliver Khan. So, so Oliver Khan or Manuel noyer That's a very that's, that's a, a toughest pick. Yeah. To make. I would pick noyer I would also because pick Neuer. He's a more modern yeah, goalkeeper. He can do okay. everything. So. He revolutionized the ball. He revolutionized the yeah. sweeper, keeper.
1: Okay. Also, I don't have to put
0: much pressure on our defense
1: now because he's also a different man <laughs> yeah, You ask him to play as a centre guy, you also play uh, a centre guy, man. An important question. Do you want to play Neuer as a keeper or a midfield? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay, so Neuer as a
0: centre, uh, Neuer as a goalkeeper. I was about to say centre forward. <laughs> <but> <laughs> let's not do that yet. Uh, the left back would probably be. David Alaba, okay, let's basically discuss the Bayern all-time 11 after the 20, 2000s, because I don't really know about yeah, Bayern yeah. before the 2000s, except for mm-hmm. Beckenbauer and jerd Muller. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so after two I'd say David Alaba as left-back, uh, as a right-back would be Philipp Lahm, obviously, yeah. one of the best right-backs ever. Uh, what about centre-back? I think Beckenbauer takes one position, what about the other? Boartang uh, is a serious okay. contender. Borteng was, I feel Borteng was a bit less agile and used to get like beaten with dribbles a bit too easily. Uh, but I'm he sure. was a uh, fend of the threats on air. That yeah, he the he is a very good hmm. player, really, But yeah, okay, so that's a pretty good argument on that point. Uh, what about the midfield? Bastian schweinsteiger I Cruz, think. Kroos, yeah. Kroos, right? huh? yeah. but he played only one season. That was like way yeah. earlier
1: cross is cross is cross yeah, alright you'll pick tony cross is all time in
0: made it can okay. be okay okay alright <laughs> so all t- okay so tony cross uh bastian Schweinsteiger. bastian Schweinsteiger takes a position at center uh what about the defensive mid wait Ozil played no Ozil, Ozil never one. played for bayern man yeah. uh but the the thing is i, I was just about a germany team okay germany. <laughs> So, I would get confused uh, between because 80 90% of the Germany team plays. So, I'd see a double pivot of Cruz and Bastian Schweinsteiger with uh, Manuel Neuer as the center attacking midfielder yeah, yeah, slash yeah, yeah. second striker position.
1: Uh, I would also play Thiago Alcantara. Really? Technically, yeah. He's technically like, very sound.
0: Yeah, he's technically be- very sound, but like compared to the three players I need mean, Muller, Schweinsteiger, and. Uh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty difficult to place Alcantara on that yeah. squad. Maybe on the bench, maybe. Uh, maybe yeah. on the bench, yeah. So the left wing and right wing are pretty solid. Robbery, Ripley, yeah, I mean, and yeah. Robin. Oh, wait. Uh, what position did Vidal play? Because I think. Vidal was a center midfielder, yeah. So maybe you no, put him. Wait. But would you put him over Schweinsteiger or. Gross? Uh, no. no, right? No. It's pretty difficult to put Vidal. Over. Like, I have a pretty bad opinion of Vidal. Vidal yeah, yeah. Huh? Ribéry is a left winger. Robin is a right winger. So that's basically the wing duo at this point. And so Muller is right. Muller is one of my is the favorite players. like Muller is a center attacking midfielder slash second and, and striker. Lewandowski the is there, obviously. Uh would you Huh? okay. Would you pick Lewandowski or Gird Muller? I would pick Lewandowski too, but yeah. Muller Same reason is more in touch with the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, but, I mean, we're not talking about M- Muller now, from the he- yeah, coming yeah, down yeah. from the heavens to play, yeah. I'm talking about Muller in his prime. <laughs> yeah, but still, man, it was a different yeah. era, right? It was a different era, the football was a lot yeah. less physical, I'd say, uh, a lot less rules to contend with. Had he, I had a stomach you while know, yeah,
1: he was, was playing. Yeah, I actually think he No, he was
0: quite fit, but like, not that fit, I guess. Yeah. Like, not as fit as like the players of this generation, you can't play with that kind of mm-hmm. physique, I'd say. Lewandowski is there, Muller uh-huh. is there, Rab- 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 Rab. uh Lewandowski is there, Mooler is there, uh Robin is there. And Riberi, was... Riberi is there. Yeah, that makes up the forward line pretty Riberi. much. Riberi. Okay, so since you said uh, the Madrid top eleven, the yeah. all-time Ramos eleven. Ramos is there. Uh okay, we'll we'll rate, the I, I I I'll start. Yeah, rate, uh, we'll start with the keeper because Casillas was Casillas is the only guy. I think Kotoa is a great goalkeeper, but he doesn't have the legendary status yeah. Casillas had. Hmm. The Sanikar was like one of the best goalkeepers ever at that point. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough pick at left-back. Either it's Roberto Carlos or Marcelo. I would pick Marcelo. Marcelo. I would pick hmm. Marcelo yeah. for being a more complete player. Roberto Carlos had, like, pace and strength. And
1: uh, But for free kicks, I would prefer Roberto Carlos. Yeah, for free kicks,
0: yeah, Roberto Carlos. But... The coming players <laughs> that I have, they are good, tech takers as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd rather I pick Marcelo, said, as huh? What I noticed about Marcelo was he can, you can, you can change his position to a more forward. Uh, yeah, yeah. Position. No, that's for Roberto Carlos as well. He could play in like a five at the back, wing backs play as well because he used oh, to be a very okay. pacey defender, be a very pacey left back. Yeah, so I'd pick Marcelo as a left back. Uh, R- Ramos obviously has a Ramos. centre-back, mm-hmm. as a centre-back, uh, with either Pepe or Fernando Hierro. And I'll pick Pepe because I have watched him play more and Ramos and Pepe make like a fearsome centre-back yeah. duo. It's probably the more, most aggressive centre-back duo ever. I think but even I, the forwards will be make like uh, yeah. will be afraid of making afraid runs, of in making runs in against Yeah. Because they'll just make some weird-ass tackles and yeah. not yeah. even get Ramos a card. Ramos Ramos and Pepe. Pepe.
1: Oh, pe- oh, oh, He pepe. was like a, a bad boy. Guy. Dude, I'm scared of yes. that guy, man. So basically, he be hey. the most
0: fearsome hey. centre-back duo of all time. He, he's uh, scary. He just randomly
1: kicks. Yeah, uh, yeah. legends uh, say even the coach is scared of him. Yeah. you yeah. <laughs> dude, I heard this story where... Morino Mureena, right? Yeah, Mureena brought in a
0: girl to <laughs> keep uh, Pepe's aggression. check shit. Oh, shit.
1: Was it his current wife?
0: I don't <laughs> know. I don't know the chick, but uh, he brought in a girl so that he will calmed down a bit. Yeah, Pepe and Ramos are like a fearsome duo. Like, it's, they're fearful. Yeah. Uh, at right back, it's a bit difficult. Please, where does Varane play? Varane is a Varane. centre-back, yeah. But, yeah, but Pepe and Ramos, I feel, have had like... In the previous episodes, you greatly... I mean, you really... I praised Varane, yeah. Varane is a great centre-back. I'm not denying. We have had a very... Like, uh, we have had a good, great depth of uh, yeah. centre-backs throughout the years. We have had Fernando Hiero yeah. as well, We who I had to... But uh, I guess Varane on. is less of a leader. Uh, yeah, Varane is less Mora. of a leader, yeah. So, which is why I picked Pepe over him. Like, it didn't mention Varan actually. Okay. Uh, talking about a right-back. Uh, we haven't really had the Pepe. same... We haven't really had the same... Uh, Quality. Yeah, quality at uh, right back as we have had at the other two positions, but uh, they have had been a couple couple good players. Kavahal is obviously pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Michel Salgado was a good player before him, like in the Galacticos era, like a little bit earlier. And Chendo, suppose I have never watched Chendo play because he was like in the nineteen seventies eighties player. So, but I've just heard him of being the legendary right back of Real Madrid. But since I have not watched him play, I'll just uh, ignore that for a bit and pick Kavahal. He's been solid for us for quite a few years now. Now, as for the centre midfield, zilan has to be there. He yeah. will be there. He yeah. is there. So, zilan as a centre midfielder with Kroos and Modric. Ooh. It's it's a bit lacking at in defence, I know, because we don't have the the centre-back, the centre defensive midfield of like either Javier Alonso or Casemiro or Claude Makélélé. but I just these are the be- three best midfielders we have had I think and again it's another tough pick you also had Ozil right Yeah, we also had Ozil who had like an amazing 11-12 yeah. season but it's it's a tough yeah, it's tough it's to pick, tough pick over yeah. over players like Zidane Cruz, and Modric uh, you and you also have Beckham on the list Beckham, Beckham no yeah. I was actually about to place Beckham as a right winger like, okay. sort of, but okay. uh, I'm coming to counter think okay. of it, I yeah. don't know what to do with him right now. Uh, okay, so uh, at centre forward I'd say Raul. Yeah. Legendary Raul it's tough, it's tough. It's either Legendary. Raul, Raul, no, Raul, Raul or, or Di Stefano. But again I have not watched Di Stefano play. What about Ronaldo? The phenomenon. Is the left oh phenomenon Ronaldo. Uh, his seasons with us were not that great, right? Mm-hmm. So which is why I'm a bit skeptical to pick him. Okay. It's either Raul or Di Stefano at center mm-hmm. forward, but what about Van Nistelrooy? Van Nistelrooy also or? had a very short time at Real Madrid, yeah, yeah. right? Ah. So they weren't like that legendary status mm-hmm. that Raul yes, and yes. Di Stefano had. Uh, even Benzema has held. I think Benzema has had a better career yeah. than Van Nistelrooy at Real Madrid. So yeah, it's a tough to pick, but I'll say I'll I'll pick Raul because I have watched him play more, hmm. and Ronaldo at left wing. Obviously, that's uh, nothing to say about that. Uh Christian Ronaldo on the left wing, I mean. Uh and right wing, I guess it's Beckham. Wait, where does oh. the old Ronaldo play? Center forward. Oh okay. So right wing, it's either Beckham or Gareth Bale at his prime. Oh, Gareth Bale at his prime was a scary player. Very uh-huh. short prime. Yeah, he had a very short prime prime, but it was a like old a devastating prime. prime. Yeah. Like, do you remember that clip? Where it was, I think it was a Copa del Rey f- uh, final against Barcelona, and yeah. he basically yeah, left in the dust and scored yeah. the goal from the defense from one defense to another. Yeah. That was like e- scary. scary. Was and and he basically scored the game winner in the in Al La final. Yeah, yes. So yeah, and even it the uh, bicycle even goal. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scored in level, yeah. So, yeah, th- that's why I feel Gareth Bale or David Beckham at the right wing. I mean, Real Madrid have had great talents over the years, so it's a really hard to pick an all-time 11. But, yeah, this is my okay. I think we might have
1: missed a couple of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course we have. Like, Paco Kento during the 1960s, 1950s, 60s, he is still the most, the winningest player in the European competitions ever. Uh, followed by Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo with five, and he has won six Champions Leagues. I had to skip him out because Cristiano Ronaldo is there. Mm-hmm. I had to skip out Di Stefano and put Raúl because I had, did not watch Di Stefano play. And again, Raymond Copa was another legendary player of that generation. He also had Dmy. Yeah, uh-huh, but like he compared to these players, yeah. yeah. Besides, we, yeah. we also left out players like Hugo Sanchez and Emilio Gutragueno who were like legends at Real Madrid. But unfortunately, we were not winning at that time. Uh, since we are oh, talking... Louis... Figo? Yeah, Luis Figo as well. Another... Wasn't he a right winger? Was Luis Figo a right winger? If he's a right winger, I would actually put him over Gareth Bale. Because... Uh, since we have... He was a um, midfielder. He was a, uh, he was a right... Well, he was a winger, but... I don't really remember, was it a left wing or right wing? So, anyway, uh, since we have a Barca fan with us and I'm a Real Madrid fan, uh, let's talk about the Luis Figo deal for a bit. Do you know what happened, how Real Madrid came to sign Luis Figo? Yeah, I, I heard it was some casino deals or something like that. <laughs> so, basically, the previous president at Real Madrid, he... He were, like Real Madrid were really good at that time and there was it was very small chance for Perez, Florentino Perez to win. And what he publicized was if he wins, Luis Figo is gonna come to Real Madrid from Barcelona. And Luis Figo at that time was what Messi was a few years back for okay. Barcelona, right now. So and basically what happened is he probably had a gamble with Luis Figo's agent that if I get elected, you sign for Real Madrid. And at that time, nobody really thought he would become the president. So, I think he signed the gamble and it came to be that Perez won and all the rest is history. How do you feel about that as a Barça fan, considering Luis Figo had uh, beheaded pigs thrown at from the
1: stands at Camp nou. Yeah, that, that just sums up the reaction of every Barça <laughs> fan. <laughs> Alright, I think we gotta end it on a more positive note. We have a good news. Yeah, it's Brilliant. better to not po- stop snorting. on Pig Z. Yeah. <laughs> good news, man. Some good, good news. news. <laughs> Merry Christmas,
0: Brittany. Yeah, Merry Christmas, by the way. Yeah, yeah but that is that's <laughs> not. But it's still ended really on Pig Z, man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so some good news. Real Madrid are the top of the, on the top of the league ahead. Good news points. for Google man. Good news for every word. Good news for Google. <laughs> There's not really much good news good except news that he's going word. home tomorrow. <laughs> uh some good things, news. Things will look up. Yeah, Basa. Things will look up. Okay, I have one good thing to end on. Basa ro- rumoured to sign Ferran Torres
1: and. Yeah, I heard the deal is already over. Yeah, the deal is already yeah. like
0: probably gone, like going through. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, that's probably some good news to end for yeah, uh, you. Good news, man. Some good news to end Great on for Great news to celebrate the holidays. Yes. Some good news for us. Top of the table. Eight points ahead of the next place. Some good news for Utsav. Bayan are at the top of the table. Bayan are like... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> so that's good news for you. That's a good... So uh, I think we should wrap it up. Gokul, thank you so much for joining in. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We look forward to seeing you in further episodes. So... That's all from us. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See ya, folks.